Ever wonder who or what contributes to the success of an American high school? Enjoy the positive human interest stories that illustrate that high schools are filled with wonderful people. Come share some time with us and perhaps your own high school memories will be sparked. Bearcat Chat is written and produced by Rock Hill High's Journalism 1 and 2 students. And as we like to say at The Rock, Once a Bearcat, always a Bearcat. Subscribe to Bearcat Chat wherever you download your favorite podcast. Along with the main happenings at The Rock, we have a vibrant arts community. As Einstein once said, imagination is more important than knowledge. Knowledge is limited. Imagination encircles the world. So on to the fine arts. Hi, my name is Tabitha and I'm interviewing... Abigail McClooney. So Abigail, what grade are you in? I'm in 10th grade. How long have you lived in Rock Hill? I've lived in Rock Hill for three years. What do you like about being a student here at Rock Hill High? I like the English teachers, like the writing teachers. How did you become a poet for Rock Hill? I signed up for a competition and just started writing poetry, kept writing it. What inspired you to start writing poetry? Uh, It was supposed to be a short story and then somehow it turned into a poem and I just kept editing poetry until it turned out good. What inspired you to enter the competition? Uh, Just to try something new. It was something I haven't done before. What did it feel like when you won? It felt really good when I won because I just felt like my writing was good. Can you tell the audience what your responsibilities are while serving as the Rock Hill Youth Poet Laureate? Well, my responsibilities are to read poetry for the city. And I'm supposed to be doing like a reading tour, something like that, and just inspire the city. Do you remember how old you were when you started writing poetry? Yes, I was 13 years old. Do you participate in any other Rock Hill High arts or art classes? Yes, I do. Rock Hill High Color Guard. What would you say to the people who are starting to write poetry that don't know how to start? I would say just get like whatever is on your mind, off your mind, and just get peer review and just edit as much as you can. Okay, that's all the questions I have for you today. So thank you so much for this interview. You're welcome. (laughs) Do you ever wonder why there isn't an ESPN solely dedicated to Rock Hill High? We'll wonder no more as we move on to the sports segment. I'm Madison, and I'm here with Coach Kenny O. What do you coach? I am the head girls basketball coach here at Rock Hill High School. How long have you been at Rock Hill High? This is my 14th year here at Rock Hill High School. Um, 12 years coaching girls basketball, and I did two years with the boys. 
So do you have a job at Rock Hill High? Yes, I am. I work in with the special needs department with our um, special needs kids, some with se se severe disabilities and some with, you know, learning disabilities. Some kids have autism, Asperger's, different things like that. What inspired you to be a coach? Um, I got inspired to be a coach when I was in college. One of my mentors just noticed I had some knack with young, younger kids. And they said, hey, man, why don't you come to the rec league and help us coach? And from that point on, it kind of stuck with me. And I've been coaching ever since that time, which was in 1992. So you won a state championship last year. How did that feel? Oh, my goodness. Uh, it's a lot of different emotions involved with winning the state championship. One was a lot of excitement. It was the euphoria of winning. And then also it was like a lot of relief because it was a year that we were, I'm not going to say expected to win, but as the season played out, um, it kind of like became, we were the perennial favorites. So, you know, that was kind of tough to keep up with. And as time went on, you know, it was like, oh my God, relief that we actually did get it done. What is the name of the coaching award you Got last year. <laughs> so, um, not sure which one you're referring to, but I did get several coaches awards last year. Um, I, one, I was our region coach of the year. Um, then another one, I was the, the Rocky O'Hara, the, the, the local newspaper uh, girls basketball coach of the year. And then probably the one that you were talking about, I did win a national coach of the year award, which it was a, it was a type of vote that a lot of people in the school helped win that one. Um, so I was the Legend Rings um, National Coach of the Year. And not only was it nationally, but it was basically global. So some different coaches in running from Canada and different places. So that was the, the one that a lot of people kind of like ask about. <laughs> <laughs> what sports did you play as a kid growing up? I played basically every sport there was. Um, football, basketball, and baseball. Um, the main sport that most people don't realize that I played and that I was particularly good at was baseball. I was a center fielder and a shortstop, and I batted leadoff. So pretty fast, could throw pretty hard, and I would pitch every once in a while. Were you a student at Rock Hill High? Uh, a lot of people do not realize that, unfortunately, I was not a student here at Rock Hill High School. I actually was a student at Northwestern High School, our biggest rival. So I was there for, for my four years of high school, and that's where I graduated from in 1990. If you could give advice to a student at Rock Hill High, what would it be? Advice? What advice would I um, mm, That's a very good question. Give me a second. I'm going to think. Um, if I have some advice I can give a student, it would probably be um, show everybody respect, um, chase and follow your dreams, and never take any situation for granted. Um, no day is promised to you. You got to live life to the fullest. And just think not for the now. Think down the road. Because what we see right now is nothing compared to what you're going to experience in the future. Whether it's life, you know, career-wise, whatever, friends, everything. Always just look ahead. Don't just stay have tunnel vision and just stay in this narrow-minded you. Look outside of things. All right. Well, thank you for doing this interview with us. 
No problem. Thank you guys for having me. Here on the Bearcat Chat, we tend to mess up a lot. So come and enjoy a laugh with us on our special segment, Bearcat Bloopers. Hi, my name is Tabitha and I'm interviewing Abigail McClooney. So Abigail, what grade, what grade are you in? I'm in 10th grade. How long have you lived in Rock Hill? Okay, we gotta restart. Test. Hi, my name is Tabitha. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Hi, my name is Abigail McClooney. It's not always easy to keep. <laughs> It's not always easy to keep a high school running, so we want to recognize our hardworking and personal staff. I'm Ansley and I'm interviewing Carol Weaver. What is your job here at Rock Hill High? I am an English teacher. Primarily, I teach English 4, and I'm also the teacher cadet instructor. Who or what inspired you to become a teacher? So that's a few people. Um, I had a first grade teacher, her name is Nancy Davis, and she's still around Rock Hill. And I remember when I was, um, at the end of the school year, at the end of first grade, we used to have handwritten report cards, and she wrote a little note on there that told me that she hoped I would quit, keep reading over the summer, that I was one of her best readers. And I was really proud, because I liked her a lot, and she said that she thought I was a good reader, and so I kept reading, kept reading. Um, really wanted to be an English teacher. Even in elementary school, I was thinking I wanted to teach high school. Then when I got to high school, my own teacher cadet teacher, um, Fran Peeler, who sadly passed away about three years ago, she was my uh, teacher, my English teacher when I was a junior, and my teacher cadet teacher when I was a senior, and loved her, wanted to be just like her. I wanted to dress like her, teach like her. I mean, she was just amazing. Then. Um, there was also our media specialist, and Judy Garner, who retired from Rock Hill High School probably, I'd say, eight to ten years ago. And she was always such a kind, loving, funny person, and she was a big influence on me, too. Can you explain to us what Teacher Cadets course is? Teacher Cadets is amazing. It's the most fun class, and I am so fortunate to get to be the teacher for this. Um, it is a course for kids who may or may not be interested in teaching to kind of try that out and see what they think. Uh, they get to learn a little bit about working with kids. Um, we learn about ourselves. We talk about self-esteem. And eventually we work up to making our own lessons, teaching lessons, um, what goes into a good lesson. And then they get about three to four weeks where they actually get to go out and teach their own class anything from like kindergarten to ninth grade. And so they get to try that out for a month to see if they like it. What is the most rewarding part of teaching teacher cadets? It is the best thing to get to watch my kids teach their own classes. I mean, and you think that, you know, these kids are 17, 18 years old and they're out making their own lessons, teaching classes. Um, 
And I got to see that kind of start from the beginning before they even know what a lesson plan is. And then I got to go out and watch them actually do this. Um, but probably the best part is the ones who do decide to teach when they get their first job. And I get that email or text message saying like, I got my first teaching job, I'm gonna be a teacher. And some of them actually work here with me. Um, can I say the names? Um, Bradley Cato was one of my teacher cadets. Um, he teaches English right down the hall here. Ashley Williams and Gina Lucas, who are both our PE teachers. Um, I'm sure that I'm leaving people out, but um, Doug Pearson was one of my teachers. He's a business teacher here. But when they get those first jobs and then I get to see like all their pictures and um, some of them I've got to visit their classrooms and I got to see it start, you know, like I got to see that first little tiny spark and then I get to watch them like follow that through. It's pretty fantastic. Right. On the other hand, what is the most challenging part of teaching teacher cadets? I think we all know that there is some negativity around the teaching profession as far as, I love it. Like I wouldn't want to do anything else. This is the most fun relationships I have with kids. I think our colleagues are fantastic. Uh, and I have so much fun being a teacher. I tell my teacher cadets all the time that my world is so big. I mean, like I have teacher cadets teaching in Japan and like all over the world. I've, I have them through Europe, um, all across the country. A lot of them right here in the district with me. So I feel like my world is so big, but we do know there's, there's some negativity. Um, we, salary for one thing, um, you see things in the news um, that aren't always the most flattering about teachers and, and the field. So, you know, kind of let them see what the rewards are and that the negativity, it's like, you know, for every bad story you hear, there's a, a hundred that are great. For every kid that you teach that might be a little bit of a problem, there are dozens and dozens that are wonderful. Like Jonathan here, I got to teach Jonathan and, and he still comes by and we have these great conversations about the British royal family and, you know, so there's so many more rewards. So just getting kids to see the good side of that and how it really is a wonderful, viable, really happy, positive way to spend a life. For someone going into teaching or trying to, what advice would you give them? I think if it really is your passion, not to let somebody steer that away from you. I mean, I don't think that you're, you'll really be happy unless you give something you want to try. I mean, whether that's teaching or anything, you got to give something that you really are passionate about a try. Uh, I have had some students in the past who tell me that they wish they had tried it out and they were talked out of it for some reason or another and that they really, really wish they had tried it. But it, I think you have to at least try the things that you think you, that you love. From our understanding, and I know you mentioned earlier, you really enjoy British culture. What got you into this? Oh gosh, I really do. I try to, like, I want to, I want to live in England so bad and I, <laughs> I love everything about it. Y'all, if anybody who's ever been in my classroom can look around and you see the British things everywhere. I think I've always been drawn to it. One of the first things, I was thinking about this question earlier today. One of the first things I can really remember is as a child, I love the Paddington Bear books. And I don't mm -hmm. know if, if how, mm -hmm. how familiar teenagers are with Paddington. Okay, so I love Paddington Bear. And I used to have a lot of those books and my brother bought me this little music box of Paddington. And that was probably the first really British thing I was interested in. Paddington, Sta um, Paddington Station is where they found Paddington the Bear and what he was named after. Um, marmalade, you know, he always had to have marmalade on everything. And I just thought it was like the coolest stuff because it was different. It was so different from here. And then when I was about 10 or 11 years old, 
Princess Diana, Mary Prince Charles. Mm -hmm. And I can remember watching mm -hmm. the wedding. And that was the first thing that I was like, you know, they were like real, like royalty. And like, it's the first time I really realized that. And so I kind of started following them. Always, always loved the music of the Beatles. And when I was a little girl, thought, and well, actually, even now, um, think that Paul McCartney is the most gorgeous man who's ever walked the earth. <laughs> um, if my husband hears this, well, you know what? He knows. He knows I say that. And just I always thought I was going to marry him. And I would hear that song, All My Loving. And I thought, like, ah, yeah, I'm going to marry that man one day. So obsessed with the Beatles, my favorite, favorite band ever. And just, um, just I love the food. I love everything about it. The clothes, like I buy my clothes from England. Yeah, so just love everything about it. If you could say one thing to the kids here at Rock Hill High, what would you say? Okay, um, that's a tough one. I'm going I'm to take two. Okay, so I already said that Paul, Paul's my favorite Beatle, and I do love um, George Harrison too. But I keep a quote over on my desk uh, from John Lennon, a song he wrote for Beautiful Boy. And it says, um, life is what happens to you while you're busy making other plans. And I think that's something for kids to really think about. As you plan these things, it seems so big and so important. And they are, like prom and graduation and where you're going to go to school and what you're going to do for a career. But it's those little moments um, that make up your real life, just having lunch with friends. I can't tell you a whole lot about my graduation and prom now, but I can remember sitting in front, and I went to high school here. I can remember sitting in front of A building with my friends eating lunch. I can remember just little conversations I have with teachers. It's those little tiny moments that make up a life. And my other one, um, the fourth Beatle I haven't mentioned is Ringo. And Ringo ends every concert, every Instagram post, everything with the words peace and love. And he always says peace and love is the only way. And I always end my classes with that too. So peace and love really is the only way. Thank you so much for the interview. Thank you. There are many students, teachers, staff, and alumni that shine bright in Rock Hill. The Bearcat Spotlight serves to recognize these extraordinary people. Hi, my name is Lily and I'm here with... Bruno. And we're here interviewing... Mrs. Chapman. Alright, Mrs. Chapman, so what do you do here at Rock Hill High? I am the media clerk in the library. I help Mr. Ferguson with whatever he needs help with. And have you always lived in Rock Hill, or are you from somewhere else? I was, my father was in the military, so we moved around a lot. And I didn't come to Rock Hill until 1972 to go to Winthrop. And have you always wanted to work in a school? Not always. Um, I used to do secretarial work um, in, a, in the business field. Um, but after my children all came along, I stayed at home for a while. And, the school was a great option to get back into where I could still be home with them after school. We've heard that when you're not busy working as our school's media clerk that you like reading. Is that so? It is. I love to read. And what is your favorite genre? Fantasy. Yes. Do you have a favorite book? Mm, I'm reading... No, not really. I just love them all <gasps> equally well. <laughs> and what do you like about being a media clerk? Then I get to see all the new books first and read them if I want to. I love being able to help the students find that one book that's going to turn them on to reading so they can enjoy it as much as I do. Who or what inspires you? 
my faith in my children, grandchildren, and young people in general. And what do you feel like you find rewarding about working as a media clerk? Rewarding? Um, well, as I said earlier, just um, being able to find help students find what they need information-wise or just for pleasure reading. And Ms. Chapman, what do you find challenging about working as a media clerk? Um, being able to do multitask, doing lots of different things all like in the same five minutes. No day is ever the same. It's always different. And how do you feel about our school's student body? I love them. They are a great population, good kids to work with, and it's just exciting to see them come in as freshmen and how they mature and grow by the time they are seniors. All right. Do you have any advice you want to give to students here at Rockwell High? Oh, stay true to yourself and just do what you need to do to succeed in life. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. You are welcome. So here at The Rock, we have about 2,000 students, each with their own personal stories. Let's dive into student life with Meet the Bearcats. Hello, this is Avery here, featuring the student section, and I'm interviewing. Cadarius Crosby. Uh, yeah, I'm a student. I just, uh, what grade are you in, Cadarius? 11th. 11th grade. How would you say your experience is so far? Uh, it's been okay. So I know that you were in the football team. What inspired you to start playing football? Uh, I like sports and well, the school kind of provided that. So I just decided to play. What made you stop playing? Like what happened? Uh, injuries and not being able to come back in time to play. So I kind of put that. What was that injury that affected uh, you? When I dislocated my elbow and I think fractured one of the bones, I forgot which one it was. But, yeah. How did you think this impacted you? Uh, I guess to be more careful, I guess. And uh, not really risk as much. Like, being more careful while playing sports, I guess. Do you think it changed your love for the sport? Yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, I'm probably not going to play again. But, I mean, watching it won't be, like, traumatizing accordingly. So if you could and would... What sport, besides from football, would you play? Probably basketball or, you know, uh, golf, so I don't get hurt in, you know. Uh, probably <laughs> tennis, too, you know. Uh, so, yeah. That's what How was your path to recovery? What steps did you take? Uh, I had physical therapy after being in a cast for, like, six weeks. And that was, uh, it was pretty hard in the beginning, but then, like, the first two months, it became kind of easier. And uh, I'm kind of healed now, so. It's How was it? now different not being able to play football uh i mean well look how the team is now you know i kind of dodged the bullet well, i wouldn't say that but uh i mean it's kind of weird seeing someone in my spot that i was playing in and then seeing uh watching it i guess but man, knowing i made the right decision seeing how like the hits and the injuries that they're still going with now so and what was your position that you played uh free safety you would say that you enjoy that position? Yeah. 
for uh, the two weeks that I lasted there. Thank you for the interview. I'm Adrian. I'm here with Charles. Okay, so what grade are you in? I'm in the 11th grade. So, what or who inspired you to start track? I'm not gonna. Lie. I'm not gonna lie. I'd have to say, definitely my, um, definitely my cousin and Usain Bolt. So, when did you start running for track, or how long have you been doing track? I started um, back in seventh grade at my old middle school. I've been running for, um, what's that, a few years, like four or five years. So what's your favorite track event or like, like long jump or? Uh, I'm going to have to say 100 meter sprint. Speaking of which, what's your fastest record to date? My personal record is, I believe, 11 flat. Are you any? Are there any sports you enjoy playing other than track? I'd have to say probably football. Yeah. We knew it. <laughs> so, what is making you not play football? For the the, the school this year. Yeah. Basically, I'd have to say. See, I've already had shin splints once, so pretty much, if I get injured again, my track career could be over. So it's, it's, it's because of my track career. That's. What advice would you give Rockville High students if they want to run track or do track? Honestly, I'd just say try your best. Um, have fun. Um, when you go out for the event, keep in mind that you're racing against yourself, not the others. Um, you're racing for the PR. Um, Just have fun, honestly. Um, train, you know, never slack off, but just, just keep doing you. Well, I guess that would be all. And now on to the student superlatives. Student most likely to help those in need. Student most likely to draw in class, Kaya Fickling. Student most likely to start his own business, Kaden Flagg. Student most likely to succeed, Samaj Roscoe. We here at the Bearcat Chat appreciate our audience and hope you will return in two weeks to hear more about life at The Rock. If you enjoyed listening, please subscribe to Bearcat Chat wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, leave a written review and we will shout out to you on our next podcast episode. Thank you so much. And remember, once a Bearcat, always a Bearcat.